the Great Resignation, has been characterized by a ton of job changes. 4.4 million in the month of September in 21 alone, which can bring a lot of unexpected surprises. Especially in pharmacy, more and more pharmacists are changing jobs and even careers as the roles and responsibilities continue to evolve in the pandemic. As a pharmacist who made a job change myself at the end of 21, I wanted to share a few essential considerations when it comes to flipping the script on your career. Whether you're a pharmacy student set to graduate and begin your first job as a pharmacist, or you're an established pharmacist ready for change, here are four of the most commonly overlooked factors that can truly make the difference between a oh yes and oh crap transition. Let's dive in. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day. Number one, be honest with your why. Here's what I mean. If you're looking to leave your current job, have an honest assessment with yourself around why you wanna leave, or if you're picking a new job, why you want that one. Because here's the real dose truth. There are two reasons behind every action you will ever take in your life, whether that's personal or professional, and it's these. You are either taking action to seek pleasure or avoid pain. That's it. It's those two reasons. So if you are considering changing your job to escape, be sure to fully assess where you're looking to move to. Because as you've probably heard, the grass always seems greener on the other side, especially if you're only looking at one component you want to change in your job. The new job may be the opposite of what you're currently in. For example, your current job has no lunch breaks and your new potential one does. But be sure to weigh all the angles. Some, at, some areas of your job that you want to consider would be responsibilities, like what are the required skills, your day-to-day -day expectations, dynamics of the job. Will you be working by yourself or with the team of people? Will you have meetings? How often? Location. Will you work from home or will you be expected to travel? Will you be at one location? How far is it from where you live? And not just distance, but what's the traffic like? Compensation. When you hear this, you might just think of how much you're going to make, but there's more to the story. Consider not only your salary, but also benefits, incentives, insurance, 401k, and on and on. Your schedule, will it be sporadic and change every week? Or is it going to be the same week after week after week? Is consistency important to you? Now, while I gave a bunch of examples, this list is not all inclusive, but I share them to get your wheels turning on some things you might not have considered. And I wanna also give you a word of caution that you must know around one of the most destructive things 
you can do. That would be to make a long-term decision based on a short-term emotion because we're emotional creatures. And in pharmacy, we have bad days. I know this is a newsflash, but if you had a bad day, week or month, before you make a decision to quit, make sure you do it from a clear state of mind, being sound in your emotions. Was that heightened emotion that you were facing where you were like, I can't take it no more? Was it just the job or was there other stuff going on outside of the job? Family tension, your personal life, unusual circumstances that aren't common, that you were taking and labeling as the job being the culprit. Again, never make a long-term decision based on a short-term emotion. Second thing to consider is to know your nose. Looking at the first consideration, I listed some points that you might have heard and said, that don't matter to me, that ain't nothing. And there might have been some other ones that you perked up at and said, those are non-negotiables. It is essential that you distinguish what your musts are before you make a change because hear me loud and clear on this. Not everything important is important to everyone. So be sure that you know what's important to you. On that same point, I want you to make sure that if there are any tasks or aspects of work that you've either seen or experienced before that you will not tolerate under any circumstances, you bring those up to your employer up front in the beginning because hear me never assume that if it's not brought up or talked about you won't have to do it why do i say that because again not everything that's important to you is considered important to other people just like things that you despise not everyone despises them so make sure that you're really upfront about these up front. Third thing is to know your role. One of the biggest destroyers of relationships, whether that's professional or personal, is one simple thing, the unspoken word. How you define one thing may be totally different from how your colleagues or boss define it. So anything that's not explicitly clear in writing should be made clear by you. Do not assume anything. You know what assume means? So seek to understand up front before trying to be understood down the road when your definition differs from what you thought your employer defined it because that's just an awkward conversation. So have it up front and set that clarity. So you might be saying like, Clarify what? I don't understand. So examples of some things that you will want to clarify include overtime. How is overtime defined? Full-time. What does full-time mean? Benefits. When you say I get benefits with my job, what does that include? Insurance. When you say I get insurance, is that medical, dental, vision, liability? 
liability insurance. Do I need to take out my own liability insurance policy? If you provide it for me, what exactly does that cover? What are the limitations? Make sure you know. Your key takeaway from this point is really simple. Clarity is power. And the fourth and final thing that is often overlooked is so important. I save the best for last. Set your standards up front. If you've already decided to start your new job or you're getting ready to graduate and start your first job, this is one of the most important concepts that causes so many problems because it's overlooked. Set your standards on day one. Again, I'm gonna lean in here. Hear me loud and clear. Setting standards is easier than fixing them. Simple question, what will you tolerate? Because for example, if on the first day, your employees are late, if you let that slide because you don't wanna rock the boat as the new girl or guy, you will find it much harder to set a standard down the road than it would be to set it up front. It comes to a simple concept from the best-selling book of all time. Ask and you shall receive. One mantra to set from the get-go that you might find helpful is actually something that I snagged from a teacher I had back in high school. It was in his syllabus and I found it so genius, honestly, and uh, just so truthful that I've used it for many, many years. And I wanna share it with you because it has so much to do with being punctual. If you can't be on time, be early. Super simple, but if you set it up front, it'll be a lot easier to sustain and maintain, maintain. <laughs> Don't know what I said there. Now, I wanna really reiterate this. Do not let the fear of being labeled no fun hold you back from establishing yourself with what you will and will not tolerate. Yeah, you can start off and see how things go and steer your standards later, but trust me on this one. It is a lot more challenging to try and correct behaviors and habits than setting them from the start on day one. Now, with all that being said, I wanna tell you something. It's one thing to set standards, but it's a whole other game to maintain those long-term. And there's one simple factor that you're really familiar with that determines whether or not that happens. And that factor is you. Whatever standards that you set for other people, you must lead by example by doing those yourself. This is not easy and nobody is perfect, but this is the role of being a leader, preaching what you practice. It's one of the most humbling and challenging roles you can ever fill, but it's also the most rewarding. If you can lead yourself, then you can effectively lead others. Remember, what you tolerate will continue. And by the way, I've been talking a lot through here about joining a new employer or a new team, but all of these tips 
go for stepping into the role of being your own boss too. So if you are one of the few taking the leap into being a full-time entrepreneur, you need to set your standards up front for yourself, for how you wanna play this game. Decide right now who you're gonna be, what you will and will not tolerate from yourself, and how you're gonna show up for your clients, your partners, and yourself. Now, those are the four most common overlooked considerations when people start or change jobs. And while there's a ton more, those are the most common that cause people butthurt down the road because they thought it was gonna be all sunshine and rainbows, but they missed sight of these four factors. They can literally make the difference between an awesome transition and a season of regret. So I want you to take all those and in addition, do your homework, model the mentors who have gone through what you're looking to accomplish and listen to your heart. The decisions that you make today will shape your destiny of tomorrow. So do it with intention. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button on the YouTube channel so that you never miss an episode on this channel. Go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential. God bless.